At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Trena. Thank you for listening on this episode. We have Andrew Marchand, the sports media columnist, reporter, writer for New York Post, followed by Train of Thoughts with my buddy Sal Ricotta. Big, uh, big show, just getting into all sports media topics, sports media news with, um, with Marchand, NFL dominating, huge ratings, Thursday night, Amazon debuts. We've got Joe Buck, Troy Aikman did their first Monday night football game, college football, big ratings as well there. Notre Dame, new booth, get into all of that with Andrew and much, much more. And then we talked to Sal Licata, uh, in the train of thoughts segment. So that's what you got on this episode, recent episodes, in case you missed them before we start, Al Michaels was on the podcast last week. Matthew Berry, the fantasy guru was on the pod two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Roman Reigns from the WWE, Andy Staples from the athletic. If you missed any of those, go into the archives, check them out, give them a listen. Subscribe to the SI Media Podcast if you are not a subscriber. And uh, if you could leave a review, a five-star review on Apple, that helps tremendously. All right, let's get to this week's episode right now. Andrew Marshan, followed by Train of Thoughts, right here on the SI Media Podcast. All right, joining me now, good to have him back, SI Media Podcast regular, but has not been on since May 12th, a travesty of justice from the New York Post, columnist, reporter, writer, breaks every media story, and one of the co-hosts of the Marshan and Oran podcast, Andrew Marshan. Andrew, how are you? Thanks, Jimmy. It's been a while. Appreciate you having me back on. Too long. We were supposed to do this a few weeks ago, and then I, I think something happened. You were busy. End of, su- end of summer was hard to book the pod. Everyone was on vacation and busy. The end of summer was a struggle, that's for sure. Well, that's the thing about your pod, too, is that you're a solo act, so you always have to have a guest. That puts a lot of pressure on you. And John and I oh, yeah. have the luxury of, all right, well, we don't have a guest. This person fell through, whatever. We can just talk to each other. Thank you for acknowledging that. I appreciate it. No, it's a lot of pressure. Also, people, you know, like obviously, yeah. I mean, I'm not, you get some very high level guests. So this is not for me. But if you have a big time person, and then all of a sudden, 20 minutes before they say, uh, you know, I can't do it, uh, yeah. then you're it's like, uh, then I get a text. Hey, can you do this? It's, a, it's an issue because I, you know, I want, I try to wait for the last minute as possible because you want to, you know, react off news and what's going on. 
Um, so I think when I had asked you originally, there was a lot going on, but there's still a lot going on now with the NFL back. Let's start. You want to talk about big guests? We, we both had Al on. I had Al on last week. You had Al Michaels on this week. Big week with Thursday night football going to Amazon. You wrote a very, very big feature. People can check that out on nypost.com or just go to Andrew's Twitter feed. Uh, you wrote a big feature uh, Wednesday. It debuted with the launch of Amazon Prime Video on Thursday. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet. I told Al this last week, uh, you know, I think the biggest challenge by far is getting people to know that that's where the game is exclusively. And I think you even add a little confusion because it's not exclusive. It's if, if it's your home market, that game will be yep. over the air TV in Kansas city and, and, and LA. Um, in thinking about this whole thing, it is amazing that people like us, I mean, listen, we cover this, so we're a little different, but even, you know, people on Twitter who are immersed in it, they know. And we think that's everyone. There's probably, I, I don't know how I would guess the percentage, but I bet 50% of the people who are NFL fans don't know that game's exclusive on Thursday night on Amazon. It's a, it is amazing. I mean, I have people asking people who are diehard sports fans come to, up to me and ask me questions all the time about it. And I'm like, how do you not know that you're a big sports fan, but they have lives and they're not on Twitter all day. How do you think it's going to do? Well, a couple of things. Number one, like some people probably are listening to it and you know, already it's already happened, right? You're listening to this podcast on a Friday or the weekend, but uh, look, I, so it might've already happened for some people. My right. expectation is that Amazon's going to be able to handle the load. I mean, the, the thing is this Absolutely. is the biggest live streaming event in history, right? right? Like ever. Right. So uh, so that's a huge lift, even for Amazon, right? And they're like the company that if anybody could do it, it's probably them, right? Apple maybe put in there. You know, the media companies, the ESPN and stuff, they know what they're doing as well. But but Amazon, you'd think, uh, should be able to do it. And they're going to, as we go through this, you know, at least the first few years, there's going to be people who have problems because they have old equipment, they don't have good Wi-Fi. So there are always going to be issues with that. It's not just going to be as easy as what we're accustomed to with broadcast TV and cable TV. So that's the first. So that, to me, you know, we talk about, you know, we had, you know, Al and, and Kirk Herbstreet on the podcast. They have Fred Gidelli as the producer. It's hard to imagine that they're not going to have a really good broadcast, right? Like oh, maybe, but, don't, maybe yeah. those guys aren't your favorite. Maybe you don't, but it's right. hard to imagine it's not going to be good. I mean, in my story, I mean, they even have more cameras than Sunday Night Football. It's like it's halfway between Sunday Night Football and a Super Bowl in terms of every week, a couple of sky cams. So they have all the equipment. Yeah. So that part of it is hard to they have out, you know, it's like a very good team. Uh, Herb Street, I like I've said this before, you're hiring a broadcaster, not a quarterback, right? So, yes, the name is important. You know, if you have a chance to get Tom Brady, I think if you're Fox, it's a you know, forget the money. That's a you know, you, you want Tom Brady. So, I, obviously, that's something that's not nothing when you're in a booth. That said, uh, after that fades, right? It's what you say, and they just know how to do a broadcast. So, that's going to yeah. sound good. So, the question is, does it get to you, right? And uh, and how does it get to you? And is it, does it, does it, is it buffering ever? Uh, that's going to be the issue that they're going to have here in the near term. I think people will make a big deal about the ratings, you know, come, they're not going to come out till next week at the earliest. Uh, but to me, yeah, the ratings are going to be lower than what Fox and NFL network got. It's obvious, but it's, this is, if you look at what Amazon does, and this is my story, they dink and doink. Uh, down the field. And then all of a sudden, everyone has a package at their front door from them. This is what they do. So it's a long-term agreement. It's 11 years. I think 11 years from now, 
Amazon is going to be looking to do another deal. And again, the NFL is going to be looking to do another deal. And I get it. You, you've written a lot about it and you're correct. People don't want to pay for more ways to watch, but that's just where it's going. Uh, and it's not great for the sports fan, as you, as you pointed out a lot. I, um, yeah, I'm not, after watching that one preseason game that they did, I'm not worried at all about the production. I'm not worried at all about the telecast. Everything was smooth. The booth's going to be great. The graphic, everything. It was like Sunday Night Football. It's just, they've got to get people to understand that that's where they got to go. And I will say, I think, I, I don't know how, you know, how you accomplish that. It's, it's a challenge for sure. But if anyone can, I mean, the two, co- I mean, you have the NFL and Amazon, are basically two biggest companies in America throwing Apple and Google and a couple of others. So I, it will take time, but I think they'll eventually get there. But I do think the first, I don't know, four to six weeks here might be a little rough in terms of viewership. Well, I think they, two things. Uh, I think number one is they got a very good matchup in Chiefs yeah. and chargers two great quarterbacks and they got another break with, they both start off really well. So it's even more intriguing. It's probably the best matchup of week two. So that's going to have people looking for this game. NFL is very popular. Uh, so, so that that's number one. Number two is if you look at the history of media, Right. What how is media like the most successful media companies? What they combine is the best content content or close to the best content and the best distribution system. So that was at first newspapers. Then it was radio, magazines, television, cable television. Now you come now. So the NFL is the most popular, most endearing programming in the history of American television. So you have that on one hand and then. Now, I'm not totally, like I kind of say it in my story, Amazon might be the greatest distributor distributor of products in the, you know, what we've ever seen, right? They, right. that's how they beat people. They, they distribute things. That's what they do. Mostly other people's products. Then they create their own, which they kind of did with Al and Kirk. They took something from ESPN. They took something from NBC. They put it together. That's your Amazon basics, even though it costs a lot more than an Amazon basic uh, paper towels. Okay. That too, that, that, that combination. Uh, so again, that doesn't mean it's going to be successful. Uh, and I, you know, I, but it's hard to imagine. I, I, I kind of think it will be, I, I think I over too. time, not this, like you said, it's going to take time, but that's, it's just like e-commerce for Amazon e-commerce. Now everyone, sh- I think it's shopping. If I need shaving cream, I've told this story. I was going to flu shot a couple of years ago. I need a shaving cream. I'm in CVS. I'm literally getting the shot. The shaving cream aisle is away from me. I like Neutrogena shaving cream. It's a little hard to find. You got to look a little bit. Instead of walking to, to the, I just said, I'm just going to press a button. I don't need this day, this today. It's going to come in two days. And well, that makes you look like a psychopath. Why wouldn't you just buy the shaving cream when it's two feet away from you in CVS? I didn't want to get up and look for it. I could just, be, oh, I had my God. phone. I got, I'm waiting on the flu shot. I take out my Amazon little press the button and it just showed up my house. You could have brought it home with you that night. I didn't need it that night though. I was low. If I needed that night, then I would have gone to the. Uh, okay. Okay. But I don't think right. I'm a psychopath that way. I mean, a, I'm a psychopath, a, but not that way. You're two feet away from it and you opt to buy it on your phone. You have to look for it. In CVS? I mean, come on. Sometimes they also Neutrogena, they usually have it. They don't always have it. Right, right. All I had to do was go on my phone and press a button. Yeah. I, my point is, okay, nobody cares about my shaving habits. <laughs> oh, I care. <laughs> I do have the close shave here. I'm not even using shaving here. Now I like buzz it down with the razor. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> and why are you shaving in 2020 anyway? We had COVID. 
And you got a podcast. Got to look good for work. Oh, that's true. That's so, true. Uh, so, it, so yeah. So bottom line is they're really good at distributing. The NFL is the top content of you know all time uh, in terms of what people want to watch. You put those two things together, and there's a pretty good chance. But my story is, will it work? I mean, there there is that question of will it work? And you know, they the, the Amazonians, as they like to call themselves, you know, they're they're trying to put that all together and make sure that uh, there's no hitches. Let me throw this crazy theory at you. I actually think. It hurts Amazon a little bit. It's not a big thing, but I think it hurts them a little bit that the NFL got these massive, massive ratings for basically every single package except the Thursday night package. But that I I would expect them to be low on Thursday when they didn't have Bucks Cowboys like from a year ago and they had the other game yep. with Ram. Nobody cares about the Rams across America. They're a dead team in a, across the country. So uh, that rating being down, CBS up big time at one o'clock. Fox had a great four o'clock rating Sunday night had a great rating Monday night had an unbelievable rating. So that I think adds maybe a teeny tiny pressure. I mean, if Amazon comes out of the gate with five, 6 million viewers, it's going to be a problem. I guess. I mean, I mean, I guess like, so if you're the NFL, you're still getting your billion dollars, right? Right. 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 You're Amazon. I mean a problem from a, I mean a problem from a perception and um, I think in uh, five years, if they're getting, yeah. or well, like the, if they, it's on five years, but here, here's my question for you, Jimmy. Right. So this is like, so the answer, like to look at it, like, if, do you think in five years that Amazon's ratings will be similar to broad, you know, cable networks? Uh, Cause I think cable is more, you know, broadcast a little bit different that, that will be similar to cable. I think it'll be what the NFL network got for Thursday night football. I think that's what okay. it'll be. Um, maybe it'll be, you know what? I think it could be a little higher as people get used to, I just think, it takes, listen, I don't want to go through this for the billionth time. Every, every Friday night, if I'm home, I go put on yes. And they're not on the Yankees and I curse and scream and yell. And then I remember they're on prime and I move on with my life. I think people are going to have to, and that's, you know, the Yankees have been on prime every Friday this year, the Thursday thing. NFL, it's one a week, once a week, I think people just need to get used to it for several weeks. And then I think they'll be fine. That's what I think. Yeah, they'll become part of their habits. Yeah. And the right. reason Amazon wants to do this is that they find that people will purchase more stuff on Amazon. They get, they'll, they're going to get more people to subscribe to Amazon. That's, you hit the word habit. That's what it is. It's just creating the habit. Like I, I refuse to create the habit of watching the Yankees on Prime. But for Thursday Night Football, I will do it. Other people do it. And, you know, In 1987, like you said, when the NFL went on Turner and ESPN, the discussion was similar. Uh, yeah. Kid, right. Yeah. It's going to have bar mitzvah at that point. But the uh, but that was, I think, similar. It's like cable and, you know, cable was around at that point And people just like Amazon Prime Video, they claim they have 80 million people who actively watch Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. So, uh, I think people will find it. It's, it's I, I think eventually they will. I, I think the ratings will be low. I was told to, to they'd be they probably seven, eight million would be a good number for them. All right. All right. Let's switch gears here. Big story, obviously, is McAfee going to game day. Um, it was funny. When that first came out, the wrestling fan in me was like, how is that possible? And the next day it comes out where he's not going to do SmackDown during the college football season. Do we know why it happened in week two of the college football season and not week one? So I think that, well, I know they've been, I've, I've written that they've been talking. Right. And what I understood throughout the whole thing, you know, they just hadn't, there wasn't a deal to be done. 
Uh, I don't know exactly why they, you know, what was holding it up. Might get us money, but uh, but I don't what know else? for certain. And then it came to, together quickly. Like what changed? Uh, I don't know exactly. You know what changed in negotiations, but that's how I understand understood how things went down. Um, but yeah, it, it's a little odd for it to be week two instead of week one. But that was so, the, what I heard. So ESPN pursued McAfee for game day for a while, and it just so happened where they didn't seal the deal until they were able to get him on for week two. Yeah, McAfee, it wasn't like they started negotiating with him the week before. No, no, no. It's not like okay. they watched week one and were like, we got to do something. No, right, this right, was right. a long process. You know, McAfee right. had said in his show that what was the national championship last year was in Indy. He was in Pataro's, um, you know, luxury box for the national championship. So, you know, they've been, he's been wooing uh, McAfee. They got McAfee for the Manning cast, you know, six Manning cast on college football. Uh, and so, also, I, I wrote this in my newsletter that comes out every Monday in the uh, New York Post uh, Sports Plus. I wrote this the other day. Herb Street was very much involved, wanted him. Uh, I didn't know this little tidbit, but Herb Street uh, tweeted this the other day that his son actually worked on McAfee's show. So there's even more of a connection. And, we, and this right. is public that they have a connection. Uh, so uh, it's, um, yeah, so I, I think that Herb Street wanted it too. And I think week one, I, I, th- I think McAfee, I mean, he's he's kind of almost the guy now, you know, in the right. business. Right. Uh, and he brings a certain energy to these uh, these games. And it's a multi-year deal. I think, it, did I did I read long-term deal or just, just multi-year deal? But it's it's not just this year. He's going to be there uh, for a while, it looks like. I believe it's a two-year deal. Oh, that's it? Okay. Okay, good. Good to know that. Um, I, it's funny because... He was at ESPN. They let him go. And then now they're bringing him back. Something weird. If I feel like there's a weird story there that we don't know. I think McAfee is a perfect example of where we are now in modern media, right? Where you can kind of make your own way. Like, I think if Pat McAfee, he was a punter, he was a very good punter. But if he just retired, you know, he might be on the local Indianapolis station. He, you know, and then someone would have to recognize, an executive would have to recognize this guy's ability. And there are really good executives who can eye talent, but there's a lot who really aren't that great, right? Yeah, like yeah. I think in every probably facet who don't who don't just like that would be really good. They they just they need to be told it. They can't, they don't have that uh projection skill to right. say this person, you know, there's there's some, and those are the special executives who can say, no, this person's gonna be a star and this is why, and really hear it. Um so. You know, McAfee retires early, goes to Barstool. Barstool obviously has a connection uh, with its core audience. Uh, and then he goes on his, his own. And, you know, at that point, he did some ESPN. You know, he did a Fox game. Uh, but nobody said, this is the guy. We need to hitch our wagon. So McAfee did it himself. And, you know, obviously the fan duels worth more than $30 million per year to, you know, his whole entity, his whole company. Uh, and so... Uh, and that's just that's just the story. You know, then they have SeatGeek on the bottom line there. So they got a lot going on there. They're making more than 30 million. Uh, so uh, so he's able to show, look, I am this popular, you know, and even like, let's go back 15 years. You know, maybe Pat McAfee could have gotten an ESPN radio 10 to 2 show, right. which, again, he's not a guy for constraints. Right. Like well, that's you, the thing. The, the yeah. smartest thing about him is doing YouTube and Sirius up until a couple of weeks ago, because you can do what you want there and you don't have to follow the rules of an ESPN or another network. Yeah. hundred percent. So, yeah. 
So that's why. So you ask, well, he was there. Yeah, they when he was on game day, they could have tried to, you know, maybe they did uh, try to wrap him up and say, you know what, we want you on here for the next five years. He's just not really like that, though, right? Like, right. do I think he'll be on game day for 20 years? I tend to doubt that. Yeah. I want to shift back to the NFL. ESPN had to be thrilled with the ratings for Monday night. There was so much made about the announcers, the broadcasters. Are they worth the money? Nobody watches the games for the announcers, et cetera. And as the intelligent people have described throughout, if you, you know, buy a mansion, you're not going to put, you know, use furniture in it. You're going to try to make the house as nice as possible. That's what they did. I completely forgot that the game was on ABC. I just watched ESPN. And when I saw the rating, how it was split. So they got nearly, you know, nine, over 19 million, nearly 20 million after getting 17 for the opener last year. Obviously, they didn't get 3 million more viewers because of Joe and Troy. They had this Russell Wilson going back to, <clears throat> excuse me, going back to Seattle. The, I think the opening set the tone with that crazy atmosphere. I think it kept people in. But as I've written, as I've said, Joe and Troy bring a big game feel. I think ESPN is going to work out even better than I, I think they would have imagined. It felt bigger, right? That's if, if that's the goal, that's what it felt like. And you have, you know, Joe Buck, who's you know, probably the most prominent you know, broadcaster like in the last 25 years, right? Like, again, you could argue Al Michaels, you got maybe Costas, Chris Berm. There's, there's people you could argue, right? But he's in that group uh, in terms of, and I, I think if you probably looked at it like to, to statistically, uh, 24 World Series, I think six Super Bowls, he probably takes the cake in terms of like the biggest events. And that's why kind of, there's probably sometimes a feeling of like, uh, you know, enough uh, maybe that where you get some negative feedback on social. Uh, but so you got him, you got a hall of famer and Troy Aikman. Uh, and then on the other channel, you got Peyton and Eli. So right. it just, it feels bigger. Is that worth paying 50 plus million dollars per year? I'm not so, you know, I'm not positive about that. Uh, you know how that math works out. They seem to think it does ESPN feels like they'll get better games over time. They feel like their advertising rates, maybe, but bottom line is it felt bigger. And I also, ESPN has had that, tr that has, has had that problem for a long time. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think part of the payoff in that is that now on Monday nights and Tuesday mornings, ESPN doesn't have to sit there and watch themselves get annihilated because the booth is not good. They I don't guys. The one thing that they did yeah, let yeah. out a little bit though, you know, that at the end there, when they went to the two shot, they right. almost missed the field goal attempt. They got right. lucky. Seattle right. had took a timeout. So they, less is that's, more. That's yeah, been that a was, Monday night football staple forever is going to the booth. They love doing that. I remember I wrote earlier when it was Tessator, McFarlane and Witten. I remember writing, there was a sequence in a game where they like, went to the booth, then they showed the back of their heads, then they went to the audience, to the crowd, then they like, just put, put the thing on the field. You know, it's funny because I had spoken to Joe after the game. I wrote about it Tuesday in Train of Thoughts, and he had talked about how they had the two, they were on camera during the confusion at the end. His spotter told him 64 on the grease board. Joe didn't know what he was talking about because he was on camera. And then Joe was like, holy shit, they're actually kicking the field goal. And then I went back and rewatched it because it was on NFL Network. And you could see that they could not believe they were kicking the field goal. Yep. And 
it would I don't know how much that would have changed if they were on the field instead of showing Joe and Troy on camera. But yeah, I don't these understand. Guys all, I know you're buddies with all these guys, but they all love to be on camera. They don't they they love mm. they love their two they love their two shots. I'm sure they do, but I'm just I'm saying, saying no, I, look, I don't know on this case if it was the producer's fault there or if they wanted. I don't know the backstory, so I'm not implying that there. I'm just saying in general, a lot of these guys like right. their two shots. Well, I'm just saying whether it's Joe and Troy, Nance and Romo. Burkhardt and Olsen, Alan, Kurt, don't go to any two shots. We don't need any two shots ever of them during the game. We, we can skip those. There's no need for them ever during the game. That's and here's all. the rule of thumb, too. This, this is so, like, you know, rudimentary is that put the camera where you'd be looking if you're at the game. Okay. Like, right. and, and like, that's like, that gets the fan shots. Like, yeah, you might look at fan shots a little bit, but you want you're watching the action. That's where the camera, it doesn't have to, it's this the kiss. Uh, you know, theory. Keep it simple, right. stupid, right? right? Just, just put your eyes where you'd be if you're a fan. If there's a controversial call, let's look at the officials. Let's look at the coach. If there's in this situation, we we don't need like that's what we want to see. I'm not saying you can't go to a two shot, but you can get burned, and they they almost yeah. did. But but overall, a, a very positive experience for ESPN. Yeah, uh, no doubt from the ratings to the buzz. To the like you said, not being a story. That's that's kind of a that's a, a big, big factor. Yeah, factor. for sure. Um, what do you the NFL ratings are huge? And since the NFL dwarfs everything, I think lost in the shuffle here, college football ratings have been huge the first couple of weeks. I, I you know, I've said this before, legalized gambling. One thing I, I think doesn't get talked about enough is COVID. Um, any other reason and the NFL, I get the NFL is always going to, but college has been eye opening as well from a rating standpoint. What do you make of it? Make of that? Yeah. I, I think your COVID thing is kind of, I think there's a lot of pent up, like, you know, wanting to experience things, which kind of you'd say, well, no, we are in our houses for two years or whatever, you know, depending right. on the person. Uh, and you, you got to watch games, but obviously the one year where there are no fans basically anywhere that was totally different than last year kind of getting back and the ratings were up and it felt more normal. Now it really feels normal, basically right. everywhere, uh, you know, towards, you know, still a little bit different, but, but so I think that's part of it. Uh, I do think the gambling aspect can't be underplayed. Uh, that that's another thing. And it's just a perfect television sport. I mean, we talked about it with Amazon and like the dominance of the NFL. Right. It's a perfect sport because, like you and I probably take in more games than the average person, but if you have a job all week, right, you can say to your wife or husband saying, I just need three hours. Just give me three hours and I can watch this game. If you're a Yankee fan, you want to watch all the games. I just need, you know, look, honey, I just need 50 hours this week. Right. It, you know, is that even right? Like seven? No. Seven, 49. Ten. If we, no, that's a little well, the Yankees, the, the I Yankees, need 30. I need no, the yeah. 50s too. Long. I need 30 to 35 hours this week, right? Right, that's yeah, a lot. True. And so, three now, hours is you know, okay, yeah, three hours you can have three hours. Yeah, I also think I think we forget now because COVID has become so politicized and the vaccine works, it doesn't work, the mass noise. And I think we forget what 2020 was like, especially. I mean, last year it came back with the Omicron, but in 2020, like. People were worried about protecting themselves and their families. So mm -hmm. sitting in front of the TV for eight hours. Yes, we were in our houses, but the, your life was lived differently in 2020 than it is now. And I think people forget that because of what 
you know, now it's. I also like think a lot of our, I think, again, I'm just, this is just us talking on, you know, off the top of my head. I haven't really thought yeah. about this, but I think we also streamed a lot of stuff. Like our entertainment a lot was really yeah. watching, right? When the Jordan doc, that became a huge deal because there's something different for kind of a community effect. And I also, so I look I, again, I have, I'm so fortunate. I wouldn't want any other job. Uh, but I watched like 25 hours of, uh, TV, you know, this past weekend, you did a big review in the newsletter for Monday of everything from Thursday through Sunday. And I kind of, I wouldn't do it because nobody can relate to it. And I'm not asking, but I don't really have a job. I think I work hard. I don't really have a job, but I did feel like doing the Jordan gif at the end. I was tired. Like I was tired. Oh uh, yeah. I watch intensely. It's not just like casually drinking a beer watch. I'm trying to see what I see. But anyways, but the point is, is that uh, I do think if you're you only have so many hours to watch, you know, for the right. average, you know, we're different. This is what we do. But like right, right. the average person only has so many hours to watch. I'm completely wiped out by midnight on Sunday. And I feel hungover when I wake up on Mondays. A lot of that has to do with gambling. But that's a whole other issue. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count you mentioned your Post Plus newsletter, and we're talking college football. I know you wrote about the NBC Notre Dame booth of Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett. Now, I was a bad media writer because I didn't listen to them at all. I I, I can't sit there on a Saturday afternoon at 3.30 and listen to the telecast of Notre Dame Marshall. I had it on, on one of my TVs with no sound because I had bet Marshall. Thank you, Kirk Herbstreet, who picked them on uh, game day. I didn't pick them, but said that they were going to give he Notre Dame a hard time. He was actually the yeah. Marshall and Oren call of the week for that. So I, I, I bet Marshall just based on Herbstreet. 
they were on one of my TVs with no sound. So I didn't hear the telecast at all. What was the issue there? And then we'll get into like, it's a weird hire, I think. But first, tell me what the issue was. The, the biggest issue was lack of command for that job. Okay. So you look at Notre Dame and NBC. This is That's the big leagues, right? right? That's not a place where you're trying to improve or you're trying to get better. That's where you're at the top of your field. You're one of the top, you know, the NFL, there's what, 12 play-by-players, maybe 14 play-by-players, you know, college. And other, you're the top 30 play-by-players in the country. And, you know, I think NBC, I have to say, it was, is Jack Collinsworth, 27 years old. Is he one of the top 30 play-by-players in the country? I think when you listen to game one, uh, yeah, I don't think he sounded that way. Uh, can he improve? Yeah, maybe. But it's just a hard place to try to improve. And so the big thing would be if you go listen to the big calls, they're just lacking that emphasis. It's not it wasn't that second nature that comes from doing a million games, uh, which he hasn't done. And so that's why you know I wrote what I did. And I, and I thought it was very fair. Tell me. Because the, the the big, big problem with the Notre Dame telecast always is they're there to root for Notre Dame and to serve the Notre Dame fan. They're not there to serve the college football fan. And then you have a monumental upset. So are they giving Marshall their due and their credit or are they devastated that Notre Dame lost? That would be my question. So two things. I, I, in NBC's defense there, your premise, I don't know if it's exactly right. Yeah, is it more stilted towards NBC? It is, but they do also do this thing where they don't ever hire an former uh, Notre Dame player to be the analyst, right? Last year we had Drew Brees. Now we have Jason Garrett. The Golics would basically do anything, I think, for that job. They, you know, they seem like they could be somewhat obvious choices, but they don't get it. And Notre Dame's had, you know, a million players who could possibly be in that booth. So they don't do that. So I do think they're trying to kind of treat it like there's two teams playing. Uh, that's what you just hit on too, is they did not tell Marshall's story well enough. And that's not Jason Garrett's fault. Uh, right. Because he's an analyst, and, and you know, and he's a basically a rookie analyst. Did some USFL, uh, and so that's where Jack Collinsworth, again, having control of the game, having done a million games, you tell Marshall's story because that—that's what a lot of us were watching, and more. And you know, we're not Notre Dame fans; we're more right. intrigued by Marshall. Tell us their story, and there really was barely any of that, and so that right. was also something that was lacking. Now, uh, it didn't get a lot of attention because, you know it's an NFL driven media and I don't, I know a lot of people disagree. I don't think Notre Dame NBC two thirty on Saturdays is what a lot of people think. I think people are watching three thirty sec on CBS. I don't think it's what everyone else thinks. Having said that, that was a bizarre hire. Both. Do we know why NBC went in that direction? Look, I I've been told this is kind of obvious. It's the hire. There's somebody, very high up who really likes Jack Collinsworth. You know, the issue that we haven't mentioned is he's Chris Collinsworth's son, who's you know been a longtime analyst on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Jack is on Sunday Night Football as uh, host and reporter. And so there's a couple of things on that. Uh, you know, a lot of, so people get the you know the, you know people love to throw the word nepotism at someone in that cir- circumstance. I personally don't have a problem with Jack Collinsworth getting the job, right? I don't think it should get you the job, your last name. It also should not exclude you from getting the job. So he is, they, they very well should hire Jack Collinsworth. And I'd even argue that 
it's a huge advantage to have a parent who has been in the business for as long as uh, Chris has been, that you are around it, you understand it better, you have more knowledge about the game. Uh, so that's a lot of advantages that Jack Collinsworth has. That said, when you're 27 years old and you get the Notre Dame job over a lot of veteran broadcasters who could have gotten this job, uh, then you need to really excel. So like Joe Buck is always the one that everyone loves to point to, right? right like people right. still, even now, he goes to ESPN, it's, you know, he's been doing it for more than a quarter century. It'll be like nepotism. It's like nepotism yeah. gets you an internship. You don't get to do the World Series of the Super Bowl or Notre Dame. So, right. but when you get that opportunity, you need to be up at the level. And in my opinion, at least game one, Jack was not there. I agree with you on everything you said about the nepotism. I, I, and I don't have a problem with him getting the job. He's a Collinsworth. That, I, I, that's not my issue. I think my issue, I know he did. My issue is what's your play-by-play background? I know he did USFL. Nobody cares. Sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. No, like if he would have done the, you know, fourth SEC game for ESPN for two years, you know, in one of those 100%. booths, then I, I'd have, I, don't, I couldn't care less what his last name is. I would feel like, okay, there's some play-by-play. You do the USL for a year and then you get the Notre Dame job. It's a very bizarre jump. That, that's my only, Well, it, I don't begrudge him. I'm just saying it's a, it's a bizarre leap to go from one year of USFL to do Notre Dame. That's all. I don't think that NBC is doing Jack Collinsworth any favors with the move. Right. Right. right like it seems right. like, oh, wow, that's great. But look, he, he might get better. You know, they might say, you know what? We're sticking with Jack Collins. He's a Notre Dame guy. Maybe there's somebody at Notre Dame too. You know, that could be, it. you know, he is a Notre Dame yeah. guy. Uh, so maybe there's someone there who really likes him as well. Um, but yeah, I don't think, so if you look at like Joe Buck's history, like he did before he went national with Fox, he did a lot of Cardinals. Like he was doing the Cardinals at 20. So that's again, I'm sure mm-hmm. there are people of like nepotism there. I'm sure people probably accused him of that, but like you can hear it right away if someone can do it. So then he, right. he does it five, six years of that. And then he gets the national job um, and he's doing the world series, which is a huge jump. But like the bottom line is if Joe Buck wasn't good enough to do it, he would have been out. So you're right. not really doing anybody a favor um, but, and I would say, and this is hard when you're a young person, like I'm not like saying any, like it's hard for you, Jack Collinsworth to turn down the job, yeah. but I do think it's very important in your career to put yourself in position where you can succeed. Right. When Jimmy Traina started, uh, hot clicks, I get it right. Hot clicks. Yeah. Yeah. Hot clicks right. yeah. that put you in position to succeed and to, leave for a great opportunity at Fox sports then come back. And now we're training. I said, no, I got to have my name in there. I demanded that. Yeah, um, yeah, and so yeah. that put you in position to succeed. And now here you are that podcast, yeah. the whole thing. Uh, Where am I? Um, yeah. But the point is that, yeah. But, yeah, but, but Jimmy, you could been in something else where you wouldn't have succeeded. So it's like, right, right. that's important. You yeah, were yeah. meant to aggregate and have your little thoughts and everything. Text Joe Buck. I'll take it. Um, is that a high compliment I gave you? I don't know. Is it a compliment? I'll take I it. I thought it was. I thought yeah, it was. Listen, I mean, <laughs> seem upset. That's not for. I, that's not for me. You know, I'm. I don't know why I'm still here. Ask ask people who read my column or listen to this podcast. Yeah. That's not for me to determine. Um, let's shift gears quick before we. I'm fascinated by the live golf thing just because it gets so much coverage and they don't have a TV deal. My buddy, former SI colleague, who's now at Barstool, he was at Golf Digest. Dan Rappaport reported on Tuesday that Apple is out for live because of, they think it's toxic. That was 
that was uh, Rappaport's report. And as I've said, CBS and NBC and ESPN, who are already in bed with PGA, are not going to go to live. The only one that is open is Fox. I'm shocked Fox and Live haven't done anything yet. Are you hearing anything about Live's potential television future? I mean, they're the ones that you kind of look at where it kind of, well, could there be some sort of time by? Here's the thing you have to understand about it. Like, Liv's not getting any money. Like any startup, you're not going to, they have big names and they brought a lot of people. Uh, and if it wasn't, they didn't have, uh, they weren't you know, having the Saudi back money. I think this would be, this would be the biggest thing going, right? And, and all these networkers would want in on it uh, because of, you know, the association um, and the human rights violations, et cetera. That have been going, you know, that we could, that that is a legitimate thing to discuss. Uh, that's what you know really hurt them from getting off the ground fully. Uh, so, I think eventually they'll probably get a deal, you know, with somebody or they'll be on because they don't they just need distribution. Who? Like, like Apple doesn't really even make that much sense for them, quite honestly. Right, right. Like that's not that's like kind of what we were talking about. Like, would people, yeah, they'd be on Apple. So that report um, you know, comes out, you know, that again, I don't know who the sourcing was using the terminology, uh, but obviously uh, that does that terminology hurts live. Right. Because that's out there. Then Apple's like, no, no, we're it's too toxic. So that kind of puts it on the next person to be like, all right, that they're going to have to say, well, we're going to we're willing to do this. And yeah. so that's where you um, uh, uh, where you have to. You know, so, so yeah. So do I think eventually they'll be on TV? I kind of do, but uh, it's a it is a tough um, tough sludge. But it also, I will say, like forgetting the Saudi money thing, it does it has exposed the PGA for being like totally awful. Like all of a sudden they have all this money, right. they have all these plans. Right, you had these plans before, and you probably should have been proactive about it. Their only thing, and they also took money from the like they also like so. It, you know, the Charles Barkley points about, you know, the hypocrisy of it. Now, personally, well, you gotta look yourself in the mirror. It doesn't matter what Jimmy Traina does or somebody else does. I got to decide for myself if it's right. okay, not what the world does. So that's the, the issue. I think it's not, it's easy to point. Well, other people are thinking like, okay, well, that's that you're right. That that's wrong. That, and just because the world hasn't focused on that, that doesn't mean it's okay for you to do it necessarily. That's all fair. I can't disagree with any of that, but if you're going to call it hypocrisy, and again, the live thing to me, all these people doing it, it's a money grab. I'm not going to criticize someone for doing a money grab. That's what most people would do. But these live golfers now who bash the PGA, wanted the money from live, have no in interest in the PGA because of live. And now they're still playing in PGA events. I think to me, that's the ultimate hypocrisy. If you're a PGA golfer and you join Live, then leave the PGA and go play for Live. Why are you doing both if you have all these issues with the PGA? I think that's the hypocrisy more than anything. I mean, obviously, there's a cake and eating it too thing, right? Right. I, I, right. That's what right, it is. Right. Right. Uh, and in the PGA, also, like, I get it. I think I again, I, I don't know this part well enough, but I do think you assign something or you won't like right. do this. But like, I don't know. It's just the PGA. I, I think when you look at it, Tiger Woods, thinks the best example, right? He made $120 million from the PGA. Like he's a billionaire, supposedly. Uh, Wait, $120 million, That's it? Just from winnings. Yeah, just from winnings. Oh, okay. Just from winnings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you yeah. think that's low for Tiger Woods? Yes, very. That's so what I'm, that, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked by that figure. Yeah, so that's it. And again, he has way more money than that. But just from right, golf, right. the PGA. So 
like where's the rest of the money going right oh right we know yeah so yeah. so i so i think greg norman's overall point and this is why he's been on like uh, uh a mission to take down the pga or to challenge it uh is right. worthwhile because the, here's the, the last thing I, and i also think like when you look at it you know it's easy to judge anyway like i think you make a great point like people should can make their own circumstances. It's not for us to really, to, it's not for us to judge. I do think there's a difference between the guy who's like not making cuts and literally doesn't get any money from what I understand from the PGA sure. to I finished last and I get 300 grand. Right. Again, I, I get it. There's an ethical yeah. aspect of it, but that's life-changing money for your family and yeah. even future generations. That's difficult. That would be a more, that's a more difficult decision than if you're Phil Mickelson and let's just go on the assumption he doesn't need the money uh, and you could still make a lot of money in endorsements and he could be on CBS next to Jim Nance and all those other things where you could add up all that money uh, and still make, I'm sure, $10 million plus a year, maybe more. Uh, then that's a little bit. That's a different equation. Yeah. All right. Let's end with a fight because okay. you had a tweet recently that bothered me. Okay. And it was on Saturday afternoon during the Alabama, Texas game. And you tweeted praise for Mike Pereira, who completely butchered what happened on the field. And I have such a huge pet peeve with these game at with the with the ref analyst. I think it's the most overrated, overblown invention in sports TV. And on Monday night with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, they didn't have their rules analyst there because John Perry had COVID. And the game was fine. Everyone survived without the rules analyst there. Pereira got everything wrong. They didn't talk about intentional grounding. They didn't talk about a safety. And you go on Twitter and praise him. Can we stop praising the refs, the rules analysts who, one, never ever disagree with the refs or call out the refs who make mistakes mm -hmm. basically every five minutes? Can we not do that, please, Andrew? Two things. Number one, they're not all great. And uh, <laughs> all right, that's number one. Number one. Okay. Number two. Yeah. They, they could have gone into some other issues. Uh, you know, Twitter social media always knows better than the actual people who have actually done these things. Let's just put True. that. So they, they definitely know better on all these things. And number three, the point is, is that they explain things. Hey, here's the point I'll make. Well, he has, wait, wait, I wanted to, why, no, no. Can't, why can't the play by play guy and analyst well enough? Yes, they, they, they do. That's nonsense. They don't. They Joel Klatt knew the rule. Joel Klatt, he's very good on that stuff, but the, they don't know the rules well enough. Number one, um, and so you, it's not only like, do they disagree? It's just clarifying what's going on. This is the example I'll give you. Okay. Especially about football, right? People do not know football. There's an inordinate amount of, yes, there's an inordinate amount of focus and you do this too, Jimmy. So let's go, we're going to go right at you. Yeah, you got it. Time management. Okay. Oh, like, they don't know what they're doing. It's um, yes. They don't know. No, you, I don't disagree with you. Like the overall right. point, right. that's not what, like, if you listen to sports radio or Twitter, like time management is like the most important thing that a coach does. Yeah, and it's not. It is. Well, no, forget most important. I've said this. NFL teams should have two coaches. They need a coach from Monday to Saturday to do the rah-rah bullshit and, and get the players pumped up to play and run through a wall and all that Dan Campbell nonsense will eat your face off. And then they need someone to actually coach the game because they don't. no That's one knows how to coach the game except for Belichick. Yeah, he was the he Herm Edwards was the second worst all-time game coach I've ever seen in my life behind Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien was the worst. Herm was two. They had no idea how to coach a game. None. Three hours of being completely lost. From the, the only outside, one who knows how to on coach the outside, is, on the outside, Megan. I wish I could do like the uh, 
Kentucky Derby like horse. The racing. only one Here who knows how to coach Nathaniel again Hackett. is Belichick. Yeah, well, at least that was his first game. He's got to learn a little bit. I know. I, look, so getting back to what we were really talking about, yeah, I think the rules analysts they help because not and not everyone's an expert like Jimmy Trainer. Right. So uh, they. So then. So then it's they, not about being an expert. They don't. They don't want to say the refs are wrong. So they say all this other stuff. Pereira does sometimes. I disagree with you. That call on Saturday was a disaster with the quarterback flinging the ball. No safety, no intentional ground. Look, the call I don't always right. lean on Here's the thing. You're a Yankee fan, right? I haven't covered him for yeah. a long time, thankfully for me. But I covered Joe Girardi. I did not really get along that much. With, well, I don't like we got along fine. We don't I don't know if uh, we're each other's favorite people, I'll say. But he was a very good manager, right? He knew how to manage the game. Seventh inning on Twitter, right? That he's bringing a lefty. There's 15 experts saying they should bring in a righty. Then Girardi would get judged on the result, right? The person who that he that the Twitter person gets to get say, well, my way would have worked. Two things here: Joe Girardi, pretty smart man, thought about baseball more than these people, had more information than these than these people, and so generally speaking, made the right decision. This is the same thing I'm kind of getting at. I'm not saying experts are always right. I just trust what they're telling me more than you know six seven eight nine on twitter listen you I, trust six I, you're a big six seven eight nine guy i get that you want to take the shots at people on twitter criticizing the joe i mean listen i don't want to get into it joe girardi you're giving him way too much credit joe girardi had a book and said, oh, lefty batting 136. Wally lefty. Matthews was no, and I. Wally there was, Matthews for There was one. no feel. There was Wally no Matthews feel is the one ever. who started the binder. Well, I don't Matthews. care who started it. You all, They did every every single thing goes by the book with the Yankees. There's no feel. There's no, oh, this guy threw six innings and only gave up one hit. Let's keep. No, we got to change it because of the analyst. So I don't. To me, what the manager does is all nonsense. It's all the GM now anyway, and they tell him what to do. So now I'm going to go. Yeah. Cashman, I just oh, I just got on my phone. Ten year, a new ten year uh, extension. I'm sure oh, he has, he has a job for life. He's never allowed to be fired. You think the Yankees win the World Series every year? And that's not yeah. yeah go go ask them when I covered the Yankees. Why so acted like they won the uh, World Series when they're good? They're good. I, I the, you don't think they have a good team. I think. Do I think they have a good team? Listen, I'm I'm old and out of touch, right? So like, you're never allowed. It's big taboo. You're never, ever allowed to talk about batting average. Batting average is useless. Batting average is yeah. bullshit. No one goes by batting. Every Yankee's batting 220. That, no big deal. It's big average. It's I just heard yesterday is like 242. So. Yeah, well, we're all under, except for Aaron Judge. So, I mean, I got one for you. Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Joey Gallo. Garrett Cole. Uh, where are the articles criticizing these moves? Yes, Josh Donaldson. Stinks. I got one for you that you're going to love, Jimmy. You're going to love this one. But I got to look it up because I was just told this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to write a part of a story about it. But next Friday's game, Yankee game. Yeah. Channel you know where it's, you know where it's, well, it's either Apple or Amazon. I think it's on Apple. Yeah. Aaron Judge. 100%. Go bet. Go bet all your life savings at uh, on Aaron Judge hitting at least one of those 60, 61 or 62s happen next Friday. I'm not, it's fine. I'm not watching it. <laughs> You won't watch it? Absolutely not. Do you have Apple I'm TV? Not, of course. I'm not going to sit there and put Apple TV on my TV to watch a Yankee game for three hours and not be able to change a channel, flip around. the. There'll be a college football game on ESPN that night. You have it on your phone? I'm not watching a game on my phone. Or you just wait. You wait for judges highlight to go on Twitter and that's it. Yeah. 
Well, so that's the problem. That's the problem for all these leagues because that's especially basketball. Yeah. I feel like you don't have to watch and you won't miss it. When we Plus, I want to hear the I want to hear the Sterling call anyway. So I'll wait for the John Sterling calls Twitter account and I'll watch the Iron Judge on run. Yeah. Who so next Friday they're on Apple. I believe I I haven't I just was told this. I'm working on a story that will probably come out Friday. Um, so wait, he's got 57 on Wednesday. So let's say he let's say. Yeah, he could be at six. Oh, yeah, he could easily be at sixty next. He could easily be at sixty on Friday. Yeah. Easily. Oh my God, that'd be good. That'd be that would that would. I want to know. Yeah, that's rough. Like, what are the bars in New York City? I, I've been meaning to check out like a Friday night when they're on Apple TV, but the Yankees have only been. I think what, but like, okay, Friday night you're in Manhattan. You go to, and you could. There's a there's billions of bars in Manhattan. How many of them are having that game on? Do you know? I would you love throw to it. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you, get, you can't get it. Like Amazon, you know, Amazon Prime Thursday night football. You can uh, will be on. They have the deal with DirecTV. That's a smart deal that they did. Yeah, very smart. And I think the NFL. You All know, right. I think they wanted it. I think everyone wanted. You know, but uh, yeah. You know, it's a good little business. All right. Thing. Well, I appreciate the time. As you know, you can read Andrew in the New York Post, New York NYPost.com. Marshan and Oran podcast. Are we now you can't be. Who's your guest next week? I want to make sure we don't double up. Do you know? Next week is just going to be John and I. We're, we're okay. on three weeks. We had Joe Buck right. and Aikman. Then we right. had Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson. And this right. past week we had Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. Next week is just going to be John and I. Is it who? Who would you like to have on that you haven't on? Is there someone out there like you like? I we I don't know if you've tried or you haven't tried, but who? who McAfee who's would guess? be good. McAfee yeah. would be good to have on. I mean, there's a lot of people we'd like to have on, but I mean, we haven't yeah. tried for everybody. But uh, McAfee, I tried to get McAfee through WWE, but they're like he has his own thing. Like he doesn't listen to us. Yeah, he'd be pretty good to have on. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people. I, I mean, I know you've had Stephen A. It'd be interesting to have on. Uh, you know the commissioners we've had gary bettman on uh we've had you know the the business people i find interesting we had jimmy Pitaro on um mike Pereira coming on anytime soon mike Pereira, we <laughs> probably i probably would decline we get asked so some people i'm not gonna some people ask to be on oh yeah i yeah I, yeah I don't, I don't like people i think i don't i don't i would never ask to be on a podcast in well fact, in their like defense, Patrick I mean, said it. It's not great to be asked. To, again, I, I do. You know, you get asked. It's very nice. It's an honor to be on podcast, to be asked to be on. A lot of people want to do that. So it's an honor to be it. But it is. It takes time. Like, I, I know people who will take or no. the nicest people in the world are any the people who don't say how long do you need me for. Then you're a saint. Right. You're in the business. And right. someone asks you, can you be on my podcast? And you don't say how long do you need me for? Because you can go on a podcast and they'll keep you yeah. for an hour sometimes. When I when I texted Joe Buck to see if I could chat with him after the first Monday night game, I said, first sentence, good news. I'm not asking you to come on the podcast because Joe does not like to be asked to come on the pod. He'll do it and he's great, but he's always like, oh God, again. So, but he's a good sport about it. So I, I was able Joe to Buck. I set him up nicely. If you had a saying, kid, would you name him Joe? No. I'm surprised. I never get Joe. I get like Sterling, I get Russo. I, I never get Joe Buck. That's a weird one for you to focus on you love russo Al. and and starling are the two again howard stern those are the ones i get yeah russo russo is amazing he is amazing we use that clip we use that clip of him uh you put it out there where he goes john arad oh yeah 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 my and he says my buddy my good friend my buddy, and he says yeah, exactly. that's the Actually, best part. i want to i'm gonna tell him i want to add that we they we, the way they clipped it he doesn't say my buddy i wanted to say yeah. i go you know john Arad, and then they go John Arad, I want to say my buddy, which makes it even funnier. 
do you have Sirius? Do you, are you a Sirius? Yeah, subs- okay, let me give you a little tip for anyone who has Sirius. The best thing on radio is Mondays at I think five o'clock, maybe four o'clock. But I think around it's five o'clock when he does when Russo does around the NFL for this reason. I will sit there and listen to it and just keep track of how many names he gets wrong. It's always double. Like this week, he called Saquon Barkley Shaquan. He put an H in his name. He called the com- he called the commanders the Commodores. He just, I, I listen just to see the butcher hear hear the butchering, and I laugh every single time. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think yeah. I might have told you this before. When I was at ESPN Radio New York, we were competing with Mike and the Mad Dog, and he was like making fun of like Rich Ackerman, like dating, right? And Rich Ackerman had taken a date to Queens of Corona, and Chris said to him, "Where is that?" <laughs> For those who don't know, Corona's yeah. in Queens. Yeah. It's a place. And yeah. so uh, I just, I said to myself, this is, un- you can't beat this. That's, it's not doing, that's not an act. That's who right. he is. And right. that's hilarious. And you can't, you can't beat that. Amen. All right. We'll be reading. We'll be listening. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on down the road. Let's not wait. Let's see. May. So let's not wait five months. Let's get you back here in a couple. All right. Be well. Thanks, Take care. Man. Thanks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. All right, joining me now for our weekly train of thought segment, from WFAN Radio New York, SNY TV in New York, my buddy Sal Licata. Sal, how are you? Great. Enjoyed week one. You enjoyed it, except for some bad gambling losses. Uh, you look you course. look refreshed. You look a little refreshed. 
I, uh, well, I mean, I took it easy. I actually made only two bets the entire day. No more pools. I didn't even check my fantasy. Being in fantasy is a problem, but if you check it regularly, that's where it's a problem. You just set the lineups and go. So I actually had a relatively stress-free Sunday. That's good to hear. Let me let me set up a couple of things here. So we're going to give you a best bet each and every week on the podcast. We did it last week. I'm bringing it up early because I went 1-0. I gave had you the, the Jets. Yeah. Gave <laughs> you the Vikings over the Packers. Easy win all the way. Sal not learning his lesson going to the Jets. So we'll 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 get into it a little more uh, at the very end when he, when we give you a best bet. Um and what did I want to get into here? Week 1. Well, let's let, give me were you able to Oh, that's what I want to say. We got a ton of reviews on Apple. We'll read them next week. I don't want to read them this week because I want to get into week one. So we'll read the Apple reviews next week. People came through. I did the giveaway with the Brady brand. A lot of funny reviews in there. So we'll do that next week. Um, and there was a lot about your decision to take a one and a half year old to City Field <laughs> and being in three fantasy leagues. A lot of funny replies to that. So um, we'll do that next week. Well, I want to focus on week one. Let's start with this. Were you able to watch the games in peace? Did you have a good setup going? I didn't even tell you this. You are gonna you are gonna flip out. I didn't even tell you this. Oh, I can't wait for this. So I go to the gym Sunday morning. I come back. It's around noon. My wife needs me to put a new car seat in the car. I was like, let me do it now because I, I don't want to hear it. I'm gonna be watching football. And I said, if it gets to 12:40, come get me. I figure it out. I get the car seat on 12.35, 12.40, no problem. I go downstairs to set up the setup. Oh, don't, don't even tell me this. Don't tell me. Go ahead. Beyond disaster. So don't tell me I get, I get I'll the, go crazy. I get these. Dude, you have no idea. I can't believe I didn't tell you this. I set the Sunday ticket up. That comes up no problem through the Apple TV streaming. I get the four games going. Get the other TV going through the – I'm not going to say what service I use – but through the cable app on my Apple TV. And then the big screen, the main TV, the cable box says, to, to get this channel, you need to call this number. And I'm like, well, this what is What channel was it? Like just regular cable, like let's say News 12, whatever it turns on. Mm -hmm. So I unplug it, reset it, same thing comes up. I'm like, this is, now it's 12.50. And now I'm saying, I got a problem here. So I call and say, hey, I don't know what's going on, but the cable box needs to be reset. Something 45 minutes later, 45 oh. minutes later, the thing is still out. We could send a tech Tuesday. I'm like, get. And I said, I, I was not keeping my composure. I'm shocked. Yeah. Now, wait. <laughs> now, wait if you could imagine. Why don't you want to say the name of the cable company? Because I don't want to rip any sponsors. I've learned. Oh, okay. Okay. That. Okay. Um, what was the problem? The the this is what drives me up a damn wall. And first of all, the people on the other side they don't trust me. You know, like oh, the Wi Fi. Unplug this and that. Like, it, right? Yeah, I'm watching two other TVs with five games up via Wi Fi. It's not that they were saying that the cable box wasn't connected to the main modem upstairs. So I had to go upstairs, reset that, hold the WPS button, this and that. Finally, I just said, mercy, I give up because everything that they did, then they were taking the stream away. 
So don't like when they were resetting, then the Wi-Fi was going, and then I had nothing. I ain't sitting there on week one, football Sunday at 130 with no screens working. I should be having six games up. And finally I got the thing where I just hung up on the guy and said, I'll figure it out. And I did. But that's how I so started my You figured season. it out on your own? Because they told me what I needed to do and it wasn't working. I just said, let me just reset everything. Everything. That's Screw them. Right. I'll right. reset everything. And then I did, and it kind of came back eventually. That and, uh, is a disaster. That's I mean, I had I a couple you. of I, Remember I said well, we gotta work out the kinks? Yeah. Yeah, thank God. I was that friendship over right there. <laughs> so you weren't yet able to watch the games till 145. Roughly. Like I saw bits and pieces from yeah. I'd say one to one forty. The for basically the first half. I went to a sports bar on Sunday for the one o'clock games, and it felt so good to be back after two years, you know, because of COVID. Right. I thought last year I would get to go back, and then that's when Omicron started, I think, maybe in that time. I don't know. But it was this Sunday was the first time back in the sports bar. Main event you went to or no? No, somewhere oh. else. And uh, okay. first time in two years, got all the one o'clock games in. And like I've always said, four o'clock's not a problem without the package. But here's the, I'll give you what I had. So came home for the four o'clocks, two games in New York. So right. I put Chiefs, Chiefs, Cardinals on the big TV. I put the Giants, Titans on the second TV. And I figured on the third TV, I'd go red zone to keep up with Packers, Vikings, and Chargers, Raiders. Right. Red zone doesn't work on my Apple Fire, on the Amazon Fire Stick. Now, I, now someone had texted me earlier in the day about not being able to watch red zone on the fire stick because you need out the NF the new NFL plus for $5 a month. And I'm like, that just can't be the case. Cause I literally had ordered red zone in the morning, $14 a month now for red zone on Fios. Wow. I ordered it. There's no way on the fire stick. I can't watch it. But of course, as soon as I put it on, it says connect to your NFL account connect it. So now I start with the connecting the email. I don't have the password, oh. you know, the whole rigmarole. Yeah. It turns out, because I complained about this a couple of weeks ago at a preseason game. I mean, here's what I, you needed, to, what I needed to do on the fire stick. I needed to log out of my TV provider and log out of my NFL account and then re log back in. And then when I did that, everything worked. Right. So still annoying though. Right. My, now, my delay, is, my delay was the, 10 minutes, not 45. Oh my God. And at least you have like the streaming thing. Mine was supposed to be the one short thing. I was worried about the app not working right. right. Or this, you, that. That was the easy part. The cable box should be working. But this is the last year we have to deal with this, right? Like you Correct. It'll be next, Apple next TV year. most likely next year. That's all the next year it's going to a streaming service. It's supposed to be Apple TV. I will say um I don't I don't know whether Apple TV be good, bad or whatever, but I will say based on watching just the Thursday night, the one Thursday night preseason game so far, Amazon is good. There's, there was no issues with that Thursday. I watched that preseason right. game because I wanted to check out Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet. Amazon's, and I, I remember there was an, uh, they had a Saturday NFL game on Amazon. Amazon is pretty smooth. So I, I think Apple TV would be fine though. So I, I'll be very curious to see when Sunday ticket goes to Apple, what the bells and whistles are. That's what I'm very, like, I want to be able to choose the games I want. I want to go be able to go to a four box, a six box. I want to do it. I want to be able to do what I want. If it's one o'clock on Sunday and I want eight boxes, I want eight boxes. If I want six boxes, six, four, I, you know, 
I don't want to have to be stuck watching a game that I don't want to watch. That's the problem here in New York. Two, um, two things that are imperative, and I consider you and I professionals in this and experts in this. Two things that are imperative. Number one, you nailed it. It needs to be options of a game mix of four, six, right. or eight. Right now, the option on the Sunday take a stream is just four. That is unacceptable. Four, six, or eight. The other thing, you have to be able to put one of the local games in those boxes. End of yeah, story. I don't see. That's where we differ. I don't. If I never watch a Jet or Giant game again the rest of my yeah, life, but, I don't but, care. There, but I should they, have the option. If you, I, yeah, I, fair. Now, right. I unfortunately, I need to watch that crap. I right. have to watch both those for what I do. Right. But it's annoying to not be able to put those up in the game mix. And it used I don't to think. Like, I, I don't. I don't think that's going to change. That is an NFL local networks thing that's got nothing to do with. Sunday ticket, direct TV, Apple TV. That's the NFL and local networks. I don't think that's going to change. I would be shocked if that rule changed. Yeah, but that's, see, that to me is still, now look, I make way with it, but it's still a problem. There should be no reason why you can't put one of those games on a game mix. Well, see, here's why it's not a problem for me. If I can maneuver the main TV the way I want and put the four games, the six games, what I want, then I can throw the local game on the second TV. If right. I want to watch it, but the weeks that I want to watch the local teams are so few and far between. Like, but, every, like but, but think about me or other people for a second. Well, I don't week, want to think about you. I'm thinking yeah. about me <laughs> this week. For example, you have both the jets and giants coming up at one o'clock. So yes, a second TV is a nice option. If you have a second TV. So now you have to have a second TV, but if you do now, okay, you have the game mix on one local on the other. What about the third local game? Like it's annoying. You should be, I should be able to have the, and then at four o'clock is where it's a real problem because you don't have, there are not enough games to have a four or six game make. So I want them all on one screen, but now you have to divvy it up because of the, you know, the, the local yeah. game, not being able to be on the game mix. It's a problem. I want the option to not watch the local games. That's what I want. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch the jets and giants, I, gi I, giants, sure. Panthers and jets, Browns at one o'clock. Those are not the games I want to watch when the, the bucks are playing the saints at one o'clock this week. Uh, you got Patriots Steelers. Dolphins, Ravens. I don't want to watch those other two games, but you know, yeah. I'll be at the sports bar if they're both playing at one o'clock. That's all. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I have to. There's no choice. Did you wager this weekend? But Only on the Jets two and Giants. Games. Oh, okay. Only on the Jets. Be because I, I wanted to have. You have to remember, I'm doing it from a perspective of I'm not a Jets or Giants fan necessarily, but mm -hmm. I am representing the Jets and Giants fan on the radio. So I bet both, and I did actually like both those teams. I bet both the points and the money line on each. So obviously, yeah. one one lost one. Couple of a couple of things just from week one that will have impact on the rest of the season. The Dak Prescott injury is going to be a major problem if you like to watch good football because the Cowboys in the next four weeks, the Cowboys have two primetime games. They have a Sunday and Monday night game, and they have two national four twenty five games. That's four weeks in a row where Cooper Rush is going to be front and center. There. Now, the 425 games, they can move around. They're not going to move it around this week because it's supposed to be your main game this Sunday on, on CBS 425 is Bengals at the Cowboys. So they're not going to flex out of that to Texans Broncos, uh, which is a CBS game. So you're going to have Cooper Rush. They're not, you're not going to get flexed out of the Sunday and the Monday night game. So the, it, the Cowboys are unwatchable. That's going to be a major problem the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, they love the Cowboys. You're right. They're all over the place. And if they are unwatchable, it's a major issue. 
that I'm not sure they're going to be able to fix. I mean, what do you do? Right. You're in bed with it. You can't. So one thing that they can't have happen, an injury to Dak, and unfortunately right. it did. Right. And um, the other thing is the ratings were off the charts for week one. It's the the app and college football ratings were college football has already had two games. The the Alabama Texas game this past Saturday and the week before was uh, I think it was Ohio State Notre Dame. Both those games drew over ten million viewers. First time they've had two games in two weeks drew drew over two many two ten million viewers. And then the NFL. They had nearly 20 million people watch Seahawks, Broncos, Monday night ESPN with Buck and Aikman. The um, Sunday night game, Cowboys, Bucks, did a 25 million. CBS had uh, the highest one o'clock window since like 1998. I don't know how you quantify it. No, I was going to say why. You're the expert. Why? I think the I think legalized gambling. You know, remember we didn't have the legalized gambling in New York until January, right? I think the legalized gambling, the live betting, is huge. And there's, you know, listen, TV, scripted TV, network TV, you know, it's on the way out. But nothing, there's still nothing like live, anything that's live and sports is all live. Here's the thing. The WNBA had monster ratings for their finals, which took place on Sunday afternoon against the NFL. The U.S. Open had their highest ratings in years. So it's just it's sports across the board that ratings are high for. And the NFL and college are off to like monster starts. I think I just think also. There's no offseason. There's news every single day, you know, in college football. You know, college football had it with the realignment, the NILs, which I don't even know what that is, though. The NFL, all the all the switching and the, the even just the broadcaster switching networks keeps the NFL in the news. Then you have, you know, Brady, retire, unretire. Rogers has become that figure that he's outside of the sports world now. I just any, the, any impact because of the pandemic slash political stuff. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I do think that's a factor. I do think we're in a completely different mode right now with COVID than the past two years. And the first year, 2020, I, I think COVID obviously wreaked havoc. Last year, things were a little better. But then in that you know fall, winter, we got hit with the Omicron. And I think those are huge. Fa- I think that also plays into it. So listen, whenever whenever anything happens, it's always more than one reason. And I think We've hit on several of the reasons. The the politics stuff, I, you're more up on it than I am. But well, the politics the only- stuff is that's that, that once Trump was out and the election, once the election was over, cable news came crashing down. Well, but, but that's kind of my point, right? And I yeah. just feel it from a guy who doesn't pay attention to it. Yeah. When all that was going on at its height, you couldn't right. avoid it. Right. And then since he left office, it's been not like in my world. Well, right. When you don't have a sociopath as president, there's not as much day to day anarchy. But, so I'm saying, do you think that that's probably, I mean, I think it's, have to play back here now. Sports I mean, was so it, politicized. It, it's 100% a factor. I'm trying to figure out if it's a factor from last year to this year. I mean, maybe a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. But that's, uh, I think there's, like I said, multiple reasons for all of it. Now, this Monday night, let me get your feelings on doubleheader. It's going to be 7.15 Eastern. ESPN, Titans, Bills. Okay. Steve, Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, Dan Orlovsky. Right. 
Now, it's not a double header where there's another game at 10. It's an overlap. The next game uh, is at 8.30. So you have 7.15. Then you have 8.30 Eastern, Vikings at Eagles with Buck and Aikman on ABC. No man in cast this week. I don't like overlap. I'd rather give me 7 and 10. I'll stay up late. I'll lose some sleep. That's me. I know a lot of people can't do that. Work, kids, school, et cetera. Right. I would rather I'd rather get locked in on one game. Now you get lucky if one game, you know, if the Bills start blowing out the Titans, then you can go over to Vikings Eagles and enjoy that. But I am anti overlap. I prefer double header. What about you? I'm with you. And I would prefer the seven and ten split. You could also go six and nine if you'd like. Like you don't have to if you don't want right. to make it late, then that's fine. They did that during the games where they were rescheduling them, you know, missed for COVID reasons. Right. So I hate now look, we watch overlap games every Sunday, right? Multiple, right. but on the Monday night, it should. There's no reason for it. It's stupid scheduling. Give us well, a standalone game. Like it makes no sense. I think the reasoning is the game. You know that late game ends at one o'clock in the morning, one thirty in the morning on the East so Coast. What? So Well, yeah. I mean, we can say it, that, but other people, it, it's a problem. It's always been Chargers, Raiders, or whatever. Yeah, but what's the point of having two games on in one window? How does anybody benefit from that? Well, it's seven fifteen and eight thirty. So what they're hoping for is that when that first game hits halftime, the other game starts, and then you can maneuver around after that. I guess. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. I did. I wrote this in, in Train of Thoughts on Tuesday. I did not watch one second of the Manning cast on Monday night after watching every single episode the year before. And this is this was not an anti 
Manning cast thing. It was not a thing against Peyton and Eli. I love Peyton and Eli in the Manning cast. That was great. Like I said, I watched it every year, every week last year. I put on the main. I didn't even realize I forgot the game was on ESPN. I put on on ABC. I put on ESPN last night. Buckman, Ake, Buck and Aikman were there. And I never once thought to change the channel. I saw a couple of tweets about the Manning cast. I didn't like the guest list last night for the Manning cast. It was it was Saquon Barkley, Joel McHale, and Shannon Sharp. Okay. Did nothing for me. So there was no one from the guest list standpoint that enticed me. And we talked about it so much last year. Like if it's a big game, if it's a game that, you know, two good teams, you want the traditional broadcast over the Manning cast. I, I think. And then last night, too, when that game first started, I don't know if you saw it right from the beginning, from the get-go. I mean, that was the WWE crowd basically booing Russell Wilson. So that whole atmosphere, I never wanted to go to the Manning cast. I stuck with Buck and Aikman the whole time. What did you do last on Monday? Uh, first of all, I was shocked to read in your column this morning that you didn't go to it for one second because I figured once. you'd check it out. I know you were a big yeah. fan of it. I didn't. See, here's the problem. If you go to Twitter during the game, people are tweeting in my timeline, about the stupid Manning cast. And I love, I'm with you. I love Peyton. I love Eli. Um, I, I was interested somewhat in what Saquon Barkley would have to say. I checked it out for maybe a few minutes and then went back to Buck and Aikman. I don't like that they're both on at the same time. It's annoying because I would like to watch a Peyton slash Eli show, but I, I want to watch Monday Night Football, especially with Buck and Aikman. Well, Peyton and Eli, again, for everyone who, who seems to forget this, they're only doing 10 games. Right. There's 17 regular season games. They're only doing 10. They're in, they're off this week with the doubleheader. They're back week three, Giants-Cowboys. Now, there's a game, Giants-Cowboys, in, in week three, where if Cooper Rush stinks and it's a boring game, I can go, you know, I'd go to the Manning cast, no problem. But last night, Buck and Aikman, I thought their voices, the way they call the game was a perfect fit for Russell Wilson going back to Seattle and the, the intensity of that game. So I never, I never got off it. Help, help me understand it. Yeah. What is the purpose of it? Like, who are they targeting? Is this just younger audience that doesn't have patience for a traditional broadcast? Yes. Why? Why? Would well, there's a lot of things. There's that. That's okay. one reason. It's the fact that they can say Peyton Manning works for ESPN and Peyton Manning calls Monday Night Football. What ESPN desperately wanted more than anything was Peyton Manning to right, call Monday Night Football traditionally. Peyton, and he came out and said it this week. I, I forgot where he said it, but he came out this week and said, I do not under any circumstances want to work every weekend. Not so they're taking, they're taking whatever taking they can what they get, get from Peyton. Yeah, and with, every, you know, with everything being so split up these days, you know, they can get stuff. They can put the Manning Casket got 1.5 million viewers last night buck and aikman got 18 million viewers right but they can take those manning cast clips throw them on right. social media and make Digital. money okay. put it on youtube and then you make a ton of money that way that so, makes sense yeah. okay well now and there's also there's a big big partnership between espn and omaha productions they you know omaha productions has a ton of podcasts and ton of shows and they're all in business with espn so it's a it's a it's a bigger deal than just the manning cast that you see on the 10 monday nights Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense then digitally, but it's just frustrating for me as somebody who is legitimately interested in watching Peyton right. and Eli. I think they're funny. I like that style, but I also am a traditionalist and I want to watch a real broadcast. Right. And I well, hate how about the so on Thursday night, when you get the first regular season, Amazon prime video game, Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, Al on the podcast last week, if you missed it, check it out, check it out. Um, 
they're gonna have a bunch of alternative or alternate like there's a there's a version of the game where you can get it with hannah storm and andrea kramer there's some dude perfect version i think there's another i think there's like four or five different pre presentations that amazon prime will give you why don't i won't, uh, I won't check any of those out that'll just why be don't, why don't you and i get to do one of these alternate broadcasts one day wouldn't that be something i don't want to talk during the game i want to watch the game <laughs> that's the problem i would do it i would enjoy doing that for a game like that i didn't care about but right. you know chargers chiefs so i don't want to sit there and like talk first of all and everything i would have to say would have to be would be about the line well right. not everything i'd have yeah. stuff to say that hey, no i, I can't sit there and, oh this fucking kicker do you believe yeah. this guy this yeah the refs the stupid refs the refs i just the, and the coaching it's amazing to me that people don't understand that nobody knows oh, how to coach God. the last two i mean that that last night was it was unbelievable it's getting uh, worse this has worse. been a problem for years it is getting right. progressively worse it's i don't crazy. understand it it's crazy that you know coaches coaches don't seem to understand that if you give your opponent like a minute left that's all they need to get down the field it's like that's right. not game over i don't know uh, all right, before I just, we go yeah, i don't know if i've seen a worse one than that just settling settling for a 64 yard field goal attempt when they have fourth and five i just i mean whatever. i saw people they got on buck and aikman because you know chris russo said this and i saw people on twitter saying like that that buck and aikman didn't hammer hack it enough for opting for the field goal and i went and it was, they replayed the game on nfl network this afternoon and i watched the ending they had no idea he they had no idea he was going for the, they were stunned that he went for the field goal they were so focused on the timeout letting all that time right. run out when they came back buck was calling it like they were running a plane he's like wait no the field goal you and then when i talked to joe buck after the game on the night he said they weren't paying attention because they were talking on camera right the spotter told him 64 yards he didn't and he, he didn't know what the spotter was talking about because he didn't think it was a field goal and he said holy shit he's kicking a field goal right it was so great. you know all right let's uh best bet time here before we wrap up for week two i have a pick that i already regret but i'm gonna go with it but i'll let you go first i'm one to know i had the vikings over the packers an easy cover sal took the points with the jets against the ravens sal a loser i'm one to know he's 0-1 <laughs> week two that's bad for Salicata. All right, we get back on track this week. What do you got for the Colts line? Give me the Colts. I saw minus three, I think. You need a Colts line. I'll get a few right now. The well, line it depends on, the, on what site you use here. I mean, I saw I think I saw it at minus three against I have the Colts Jack. minus Colts minus four. Interesting. Okay. Well, either way, I don't care what you want to pick. Colts I'll give you blow. minus three because I'm your friend. I'll give you Colts. They're gonna three. blow them. Out. I watched a lot of that Colts game. It was frustrating for Matty Ice and that offense to get going. Lots of sloppy, you know, uh, you know, these snaps for whatever reason. Ryan couldn't handle a snap. I think it's just inexperience working with that particular center. They'll be able to run the football with Taylor. They will make big plays with Pittman. Matt Ryan and the Colts will bounce back after that dreadful tie. And by the way, it was a win for them to even tie that game. But they will smoke the Jaguars in week two. All right, so Colts minus three, I'll give you at the Jaguars for Sal. This team should never be associated with the best bet, but I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Ooh. Minus two and a half at home against the Washington Commanders. If the Lions are going to win any games this year, it has to be at home against Washington. Uh, Carson, now listen, I have some major issues with Dan Campbell and, and and it's not Dan Campbell. The media has turned Dan Campbell into a great NFL coach and his defense gives up 50 points a game. Yeah. There's a problem there, but I think 
It's just law of averages. Let's say the Lions win three, four games this year. This has to be one of them at home against Washington, who is not very good. They had to do everything they can to beat the Jaguars last week at home. Got some break. I, I saw the Jaguars messed up a couple of plays in the red zone, which the game would have been different if that happens. Carson Wentz on the road. Don't trust them. I think the Lions get this one, and, the, and you're under a field goal at home, which is why I like it. I love that you took the Lions because you're doing what I did last week, taking a crappy football team. I made the mistake getting in bed with the Jets. Now you give me a chance to get even taking yeah, the but Lions. The Jets played a good team. Yeah, the Lions no, are playing a bad team. I, so I get it, but you're getting in bed difference. now with a. You already know you hate yourself for going in with this with the Lions. You already know what they're going to do. I, I think I, I think the Lions are probably as good, if not better, than the Commanders. I'm not buying Carson Wentz, so you know. That's All right. fair. We'll see how we do. We'll read reviews next week. And uh, if you like this pod, give us the five stars. Leave a review. Let us know how Sal and I are doing. And Sal, we will see you next week. Enjoy uh, week two in the NFL. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. My thanks to Andrew Martian and Sal Licata. Good episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you are not a subscriber, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you missed any recent episodes of the SI Media Podcast, you can go into the archives and check those out. Al Michaels was on the podcast last week. Matthew Berry, big switch from ESPN to NBC, was on two weeks ago. Roman Reigns from the WWE and Andy Staples on College Football three weeks ago. So check those out. Leave a review, five stars, and uh, subscribe to the pod if you can. All right, we'll see you next week right here on the SI Media Podcast. Stay safe and take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.